Hello, welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. In this show, my wife Robin and I discuss role playing in Dungeons and Dragons, LARP, and cosplay. We are super excited to have you here, and we really hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Two Have and Two Roll podcast. I'm Oliver, and I'm here with Robin, and we went LARPing again, didn't we? Hey everyone, yeah, we did. We are just back from our second ever LARP. Yeah, Empire Event Two. So our uh, our last our last podcast was like a review of E1. Uh, I I don't have any intention of making this like solely an Empire LARP podcast but it's it's the last content did pretty well uh, if you're joining us if you're listening from the empire lot community uh hello welcome <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone <laughs> yeah yeah um no the reception to the podcast was actually pretty good on the field uh it, yeah, was, it, it was, was it was really it was really cool to um you know talk about on the podcast and then have people actually come up on on the field and uh say they listen to it which is cool it's always nice to know that someone is actually like listening <laughs> yeah it was it was at the start where we were chatting away and someone went oh i just heard your voices and i just recognized you you're 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 to have and to roll and then we started chatting and i thought that was really quite fun <laughs> well i think that was uh that was um dave i think from the larp noobs podcast they do I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was him. Um, well, I hope it was him because I said, "Oh, I enjoy your work too." So, <laughs> uh, oh, it was, it, it yeah. was, yeah, yeah. So that they that uh, they do a really they're in Navarre, and they do I, I I think they do just LARP content on their podcast. Uh, I think they've done I've listened to a, a few a good chunk of their Empire stuff that they've done. Uh, if you haven't listened to uh, those two guys talk about LARP, they are super passionate um, <laughs> yeah. and they are really funny as well. So go check those those guys out if you enjoy that type of content. I think they do. I think they cover other LARPs as well, um, which is something I want to I definitely want to do at some point, although we are completely hooked on empire aren't we so. oh yeah it's like um it, it's already starting to feel like a second home at this point and we've only been to two of them so yeah. that's just i, I yeah. don't i don't even know where to start on this one because it was so so busy and so absolutely effing fantastic um that I'm still broken. We're a, few, a couple of days out, and my voice—you might be able to tell from my voice. My voice is sore and scratchy from shouting. I'm not even. My character's not even that shouty, but you know, <laughs> just a weekend of constant speaking I, and drinking. And I think it was a combination, though, with the yeah, the speaking, the shouting, the singing, the drinking. Um, also, the fact that it was so hot and dry in the air. I, I've seen that. I read online that quite a lot of people have been coming back with really dry throats and everything yeah. from all the sort of ash in the air. So could be that as well. Yeah. I mean, so the 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 cool and boring bit out of the way first, the weather was absolutely fantastic. It was uh, at, at times almost too warm, but I wouldn't have traded it for 
wind and cold or rain at all. It was yeah. It was hot and it was just the right amount of breeze as well. So this time the the glory square was even more glorious. In our... Oh, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you about to say about the flags there? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, so we had all the the flags. And it was just the perfect amount of wind. You know, it's just something little like that that really creates a cool atmosphere. It was just all yeah. weekend we had this breeze going that just made the flags just... Uh, I mean, we were getting hit in the face with them a few times standing around <laughs> the Glory Square. But I think in the end, people got the idea of where to stand. Uh, but it looked just absolutely, absolutely epic. We got there a bit later this this year, didn't we? Then... Yeah, we this did. Year, like, this year, it's, it was it, it was this year. I'm so used to <laughs> events being. I'm still not going in my head that this is like events in the same year because I know. I mean, the next one's in July, and I keep saying, "Oh, next year." Yeah. No, not next year. Next month. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Next. <laughs> next. Next season. Yeah. We, we got here. We got here. We got there a bit, a bit later. Like almost everyone had shown up on the dawn camp when we had arrived. Mm-hmm. But we had a an amazing spot, didn't we, this time? Oh my gosh, this was the best spot. Um, we were right on the Glory Square. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about when we say Glory Square, um, being in Dawn, the, the nation of Dawn, they have a beautiful big squared off piece of the, the field, which is known as the Glory Square, where there are events on all weekend and between big events that are happening there are people in there training and fighting and it's just it's everything that's going to happen any announcement is announced in the glory square and we were on the square we were right in front of it yeah because i think you had said to the camp planner because last time we were like at the end we were basically uh we were basically down by the main block of toilets in the main road Um, on the outs on the basically the outskirts i think um there was only like 20 foot away from where varushka were um camping last time and we felt not that we felt just like disincluded obviously not but oh no definitely not it was a massive difference like you just didn't miss anything where we were this time we were just we were just sat and even just like sitting for a two seconds you you couldn't there was no way you could miss stuff. Whereas before, we you you'd go in your tent and you'd be like, "Oh, I wonder what's going on. Should we have a a, a a mooch up and around and see what's happening?" And it was difficult to to kind of catch things at the right time. But this time, it was it was awesome. And we had a little uh, had a little coffee stand this time. Yeah, as as a way to make sure we were sort of giving something back, especially being so close to the main, to to the glory square, we had a really nice setup. And I I believe we mentioned this last podcast where we we said that the one thing we were really needing in the morning. Oh, did we not mention it? We might have. We mentioned that we were really desperate for coffee in the morning. We might have. I I think, I think I remember saying to you when we did our, like, what do we want to do for next time? Our goals for next time. I remember you saying after we finished recording the podcast, oh, I forgot to mention the coffee yeah, thing. Yeah, we didn't mention what we were going, what, what we actually were going to do. But last podcast, we, we said about the fact that, yeah, in the mornings, we were like really struggling for coffee because we, we tend to have coffee quite early and the vendors weren't open for coffee until after eight. And even then you've got to walk quite far to get there. So this time we brought a lovely setup so that we could 
through some really nice coffee and, and Oliver you you did a fantastic job at grinding the beans and making well, um it's cowboy coffee isn't it uh yeah just the, the, the it's just the style of uh of brewing it that's all so in, instead of a you'd use either like a press or a filter paper or something the other grounds you just uh boil the water and then you pour cold water in the grounds fall to the bottom um and then yeah it should it should pour without any grounds the the original idea though was was basically bring coffee ourselves i I never had any intention of being like oh let's sell coffee but it kind of turned into that it was like oh i'm going to you know what i'm going to do i can't be without my coffee so i'm going to start i'll just make coffee because we're camping it'll be fun you know something to do before time in um we'll get a fire because we didn't have a fire last time um that made that made a big difference uh, so it was, it was never meant to be. Oh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna sell it to loads of people and open a shop. I just went. I want to make coffee, and then you know what? Why don't we just offer coffee to everyone, anyone who wants it? If I'm gonna be making it anyway, um, it didn't get too out of hand. It was fine. It wasn't. It wasn't as if uh, we had like a queue around the Glory Square for coffee. But it was maybe. It, I, I can maybe just hone it a bit better. I needed a bigger coffee pot because the one I have, you have to boil, let it roll in boil and really take the bitterness out of fresh coffee grounds. You want to boil it with the coffee grounds in yeah, for a little while. And that, um, that coffee pot that I have is good for about like eight cups, uh, maybe nine or ten at like a, at a stretch. And obviously it gets a bit gritty towards the bottom yeah so by the time you'd served a few people uh i'm like oh we need to get another load of coffee on the go and then you'd have to bring another whole pot of coffee up to the boil again so really i just want one twice the size of the one i've got i think we we we, we spoke about maybe getting like another one the same size and have a two going but that's a lot of work having two of them go i think it was better getting a big one and having that as a backup as well that would be good because like you said, yeah, there wasn't like a huge cure or anything, but we did have people sort of waiting around for a while and things. But what was really good is that it was a really great way to actually just sit and chat to people out of character actually before time in. Yeah. It, it gave some real nice opportunities there. We had, we were able, cause it was so lovely and sunny outside. We were all able to sit down on the grass around the tent, have coffee we brought lots of chairs with us as well so that we can make a nice little oh, yeah. We had chairs and tables this time. Area. Hmm? Yeah, we had chairs and tables this time. Yeah, I just, it made a nice little communal area so that when we were away from the tent, it wasn't, you know, a closed off section. It was, a, you know, come sit here. And we did have, when we went away, we had a lot of people coming in, sitting down, helping themselves to tea and coffee and so on, which was really great. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably explain the the prosperity side of because technically we weren't serving it in time in right. So we were we were getting up in the morning. I was grinding the other the other thing the issue I had as well is that me being me, I would make the coffee and then people start showing up and I didn't actually end up pouring myself much coffee to begin with. Even though I was the yeah. one desperate for coffee, <laughs> uh, I actually went without like a, a, the amount that I would usually have um but it but it, it was it was great uh but yeah because we weren't we weren't technically selling it you know we weren't uh, really in in the spirit of the game you shouldn't really be selling 
you know, in character coffee in in, in uh, before time in, obviously. Yeah. But then I'm not going to wait until time in to serve the coffee because I want to be going off doing things. That's why I wanted to bring coffee to make. So we just literally put a jar out and said just prosperity, which is like means pay what you think it's worth. Yeah. If, if you know, you don't have to, it's fine. It's for it. You just take it. Um, but if you want to, you know, if you want to help out, um, but it did, I tell you what, it did help this, this, uh, this summit hundred percent, didn't it? It really did. And there was a lot of people who were talking about how much it helped them because not only did we have coffee, we also had tea and we had a jar of honey and things like that for people to take. And well, I'm sure most of you will will um, will know the feeling if you've been out drinking all night or up dancing and singing and shouting the next morning. You need something, you know, like honey or something soothing in your throat to actually keep going. Yeah. So a lot of people were really happy for that to be there. It was just, I just felt it was such a nice little set we created. And I would like to do a thank you to, I won't name names because I've not, ask specific people if their names are if they're happy with their names getting mentioned but the person who was running the triage tent near us they were absolutely wonderful because in the morning when we were ready to go out for battle we pretty much just left everything yeah, we left at it. our tent we, we we had to run off and this lovely person came in they brought a load of our stuff back in and we left our prosperity jar out they brought that in and everything for us yeah. And they borrowed the table and chairs and served water to people and made a load of more coin serving water and then brought that back to us as well, which I thought was a really lovely and kind thing for them to do. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, thank you so much. But yeah, like bringing the bringing the table and the chairs was another thing as well because people were constantly in need. You know, that's why, because when we, we looked around, we looked on Facebook Marketplace, we're like, right, we need chairs and tables this time. Yeah. And we just got we got some chairs off Facebook Marketplace in a pack of four. And we were like, there's two of us, I know, but we may as well take four because there's definitely and they were used constantly. Oh, constantly. Yeah. People were like, if anyone's got chairs, can you bring them in? And of course we were right on the glory square. Yeah. So it was just we just pretty much passed them over the bunting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and some sometimes we'd come back to our tent and people were like just sat sat in the chairs. And then, you know, a couple of occasions people, were like, oh, I was, we're sorry. We're like, no, no, just carry on. We're not, we don't need, we don't, we're not using them currently. Just uh sit down. And it was it was a tell you what, it was as well on this uh battle after the Sunday, obviously all the Dornish were coming up the 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 pathway because we were right on that pathway coming up to the glory square and having the yeah. table there with all the water like just handing out water is just such a oh yeah a simple e easy thing to set up you know it's not really doing uh, basically we just we bought a load of cups you know that's kind of it really you've got cups in a table that there's water on site that you can just fill a big thing of water but have making sure that people you know having it so people don't have to go get water they're literally coming from the battle up to the glory square anyway you know to do some role play after battle but they're obviously exhausted after battle um that was just something that i didn't actually intentionally put the table there for that no. reason but it just so happened that people were coming up and I was just like, that water? What? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yes. Exactly, because it was just like, especially with the, the heat being so much this time, there's a lot of people in heavy armor and so on. They definitely would have drained their water skins out on the battlefield. There's no doubt about it. And then it's, you don't want people to get to the point where they are 
actually dehydrated or close to passing out. You want to just keep everybody going. And yeah, we ended up just doing that and made a couple of cups of tea, lukewarm tea from the rest of the water that was left over that had been sitting um, there on the fire and, you know. Yeah, no, annoyingly, the because we're talking about it now, I may as well, because we, we won't brush, t- touch on this again because all this happened before time in on both days. Mm-hmm. So we may as well just discuss this now. On the Sunday, uh, the charcoal, the, the bag of charcoal that I had was just failing me completely. So peeps, <laughs> the poor people, they were like, oh, it's coffee. Right? I'm like, it'll be 10 minutes. And they're like, is that how long it's taking water to boil? And I'm like, yes, I don't know why. Um, it just was not coming to a boil. I just did not understand what was going on. The char- the charcoal the day previous was, um, yeah, was just was acting normally. And we heated this, it was chucking out heat. And I was just like, why are my kettles not boiling? Which is very frustrating when you've got a load of people like uh, sat there what, literally watching a, a, boil. Pot, <laughs> a pot boil. Yeah, so whatever that that was kind of out of my control but a little bit a little bit frustrating so i chucked a load of logs on the fire just to get it going and um yeah that 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 little fire pit we've got isn't can't cope with too much either so it can't co- cope with too much stuff on top of it so i'd prefer to get a big pot next time yes. for the coffee than multiple ones because we've already got two kettles i don't really want to be adding like two pots to that as well exactly because i know that people were mentioning that and then the more I thought about it, the more i was like actually one big pot yeah. It's much better than lots of little ones because yeah. of the type of coffee it was. So yeah. we'll get a bigger one for next time. Still boil the the, sing, the little pots of kettle, the little kettles, and that should be good. The thing I want to add for next time, since we're, we're talking about this sort of stuff here, is that the water situation, I want to get one of the nice big glass water dispensers so that it's got a little tap on the side. Because I saw a few people did have those and they were great. Um, so I thought one of those would be quite good because then that's a case of just before battle, you fill it up, sit the cups there. And then I know that when we get back, we're going to have some water there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, man, I, t- I honestly do not know where to even start. Like we we did not stop the entire <laughs> weekend. Like it was just one thing to another and i was i wasn't concerned about what my character was going to do this season because for last season you know we were just kind of taking it all in you know yeah. it was very touristy and i i had worried a little bit that my character even your character actually being like oh yeah you know we, we were really into the fighting and there's lots of fighting to do but i kind of worried that because my character wasn't into anything else other than fighting and and he's not a character that is just like right I want, I want to go on every skirmish I want to do absolutely all, everything I want to do is yeah. to do with Marshall and I wasn't really when I went and saw some of the military game it was really interesting I think down the road maybe for this character or another I might want to get into that side of the military game but not now so without being into the military game the religion game the training game, uh, the political <laughs> game. I was like, uh, "Is have I got enough to do with my character?" But at the end of this weekend, that is definitely not the case. Like, uh, I think uh, I kind of thought that for both our characters. Actually, I was like, "Our characters just, yeah, that they, they fit. Uh, they've they found their place this time 
in they in Dawn. Definitely did. Like they really did. Um the like you said at the first event we were very much just like trying to find our footing and I felt the same way as you did whenever anybody came up to speak to us and at the first event or since the first event being like you know which part of the game interests you and what do you hope to achieve I had the same answer every time which was I don't really know but I like the fighting like that was it and I thought oh no I need to have some sort of goal and purpose and I couldn't find one that has changed. I mean, this event, oh my gosh, we did so much. And same, I don't know where to start. So we've got to start somewhere. So, why so, don't we start with the War of Flowers? Yeah, War of Flowers. I think the War of Flowers is where we start. Yeah, so uh, s- spring. Uh, for, for those who don't know, uh, we're, 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 because we've already done like three podcasts on empire lot we are going to be skipping over some of the uh like explaining uh of 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 what uh some of the things are uh but anyway so dawn is a nation in the empire in springtime there are four events in the year the first event was with the winter solstice this was the spring equinox and you can guess what the other two are going to be so different things happen or you know in the different seasons um people will do them you know annually and i don't know i i guess all the different nations will have a spring event that goes on every spring so for dawn it's the fest is it officially the festival of flowers is that what is that the main term for it yes i believe so it's officially the, the festival of flowers I can and see you furiously writing stuff down. Are you trying to write things down that were done? <laughs> no, no. I was, I'm pulling up the PDF on the War of Flowers so I make sure I get the titles correct. Oh, no, definitely. That yeah. was all. <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 remember, I remember the one of them anyway. Yes, but there's two titles. Yeah, well, the other one doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> the other one doesn't matter. That is terrible. I've, I've, found, I've got the PDF. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Festival of Flowers and we did the, the War of Flowers. Yeah, so the, the War of Flowers is a player uh, run event. Um it happened pretty much straight away, didn't it, after time in. There it was happened a couple of hours after time yeah, in. There yeah, there was uh yeah, because oh, god, it was the we we were just non-stop because it was okay, I'll just I'll just say here and I'll probably say when we at the end when we do like our wrap-up on E2, but uh Coming to this event just really just was just really heart heartwarming because we came in even though last time we were new players this time we were just welcomed as like family members you know it was just like yeah. <laughs> people were straight you we was it wasn't it wasn't awkward it was, I, I don't I don't want to use that term awkward because that might put new players off but role play can be a little bit clunky when you're first getting into it, even for people, even if you're into role play through cosplay or D&D or things like that. The first time you LARP, it feels, it might feel a little bit clunky and it definitely did for me because you, you just, you're yeah. just getting into your stride. And obviously it's like new people all the time as well. This time, obviously we had a good mix of people we spoke to last summer and mix of new people and people that you saw last summer but didn't interact with. But you had something to just go up and straight away just start role playing. You'd be like, "Oh, uh, you know," people would just walk up to me and be like, "Oh, Godric, how are you doing? You know, how's how's the season been? You know, how 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 what have you been up to?" And it was just, it was instead of just that kind of introduction type thing. Yeah, because 
like you say, it was just, it was so just lovely seeing people like that because yeah. like you said, now again, I do not want to put new players off because we are still new players. And honestly, if you are sitting there on the fence or thinking about coming to LARP, just do it because yeah. it is incredible. But yeah, that first event and I have, I'm a relatively confident person. I have done lots of role play, lots of role play games. And when we started at that first event and we were, it was time in, I was overwhelmed very quickly. Yeah. I was stuttering my words and unsure what to do. And it, it took lot. me, it took me, yeah, it was a lot. What I will say is the, the people who are there LARPing, especially these really experienced people that have been there a long time, are so good at oh, yeah. welcoming you without making you feel like they are speaking down to you in any way, if that makes sense. Like they're just so good at including you and giving you all the information as a new player. It's the experienced players seem to be more excited when they do realize that you're a new player because they want to tell you everything. And that's what's so wonderful. And I even felt that this time because we're still new, but we'd been to one event and we had all these lovely friends that we made. And this time we were straight into role play and catching up. And as soon as people came up and said that, you know, oh, I'm, I'm new to Anvil Line, I felt so excited because I wanted to tell them things and I wanted to, yeah. you know, invite them to things and and encourage them to do things. And it was just so wonderful. Yeah, that that is one thing I will say. You don't have like don't never feel especially I mean, I'm going to say this as if I've played other systems, but it especially feels this way in this type of LARP system, these big festival LARP and, and specifically Empire. The idea of you going up and asking someone about something is that other person's way of getting game. You know, that's that they want to, if they're into a certain type of magic or they're an alchemist, guess what? They're going to want to talk about alchemy you know that they, yeah. they want you to ask about alchemy because then that's so it's okay if you don't know about alchemy because that's their chance to play that's literally how the game is played you know what once you ask someone about alchemy and they know about it they tell you about it you are larping that's that's the, you're play or you're playing the game you know you're playing um this specific game you know it's not all just about like dressing up and then going off and fighting or saying the ritual in the right way it's it's about the interactions isn't it yeah exactly it's those interactions that encouragement from both sides it is such a wonderful feeling and a wonderful experience yeah. Um, and yeah like you said so this time yeah we were it was like embracing people that we had only ever realistically spent a few days with yeah. and so many people each individual individual person we've maybe only spent you know it's a matter of hours with them and seeing them it was like embracing old friends that we hadn't yeah. seen it's, for you know it's it was... a bit it, let's face it it's a bit weird right but it's it's it's, it's, it's kind of magical because i think i we, we did say that when we left i was like isn't it i said i feel like i've known these people for years but we've literally spent, we've barely spent an entire five days with them over yeah. over two weekends. 
And even then, you're like, like you say, you're only interacting with, you know, because it's such a big LARP, you're only interacting with certain people for so long. But it feels like I've just I've known them for, for forever, um, yeah. which is uh, which is re- which is really cool. And it's you know what I tell you what, uh, this is maybe getting a bit heavy for the, just the start, but that is that's like really freaking rare in 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 spheres of nerdy culture. Honestly, to to have yes. To have a large community that is instantly one welcoming and so easy to make friends in, uh, I, I've I've tell you what I've entered so many different uh, you know hobbies within you know that kind of geek <laughs> um, these geeky <laughs> worlds whether it be you know playing you know Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons and, and cosplay uh, yeah LARP has definitely been just a unique in that sense you know yeah it's that it is so rare to find something like this the fact that yeah like you said we've been into all these other hobbies and what I will say about LARP is that it is it's friendly it's welcoming but it's also safe and safe on quite a few different levels there are small children running around with weapons they're oh, the, kid, oh, the kids oh my gosh some of these kids the kids at oh. lapa just amazing <laughs> and oh my gosh best kids you'll ever meet yeah. <laughs> seriously let, let, let's face it like the, the kids are what make it feel like a real living world though as well yes right? they really do yeah because because even some like fantasy video games just don't have children knocking about you know and it just it, it just makes it yeah, it just makes makes the the world just feel alive, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we we yeah, better yeah, actually sorry, talk about just, the War of Flowers. Yeah, I was just gonna say yeah. So save on like a few different levels. So yeah, you've got young kids running about the place. You have people of all ages, all abilities there. Also, what I will say, and this is something that one of the negative things within the sort of cosplay world and i don't want I, I don't want to go into any sort of negative conversations here but what i will say is some of the things within the cosplay world is that they, it's not always that safe when you're around different people in different environments and i have had several situations where i've been there you know role playing or in an outfit or whatever and people have been not very nice quite inappropriate and made me very uncomfortable I have now been to two of these events full weekend with these people for you know all day during the night drinking party and role playing everything there hasn't even been one inappropriate situation yeah. or or anything and I think that is a real testament to the, the hobby as a whole um, uh, yeah I I think and you know obviously it's 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 3000 people in a field you know partying drinking heavily you're, you're gonna get i mean you, you do get you know unfortunate things that happen you know but i think relative to the amount of people that are there versus the incidents that you hear about it's pr- it's pretty it's pretty so low rare. yeah it's yeah. it's pretty it's pretty low you know if anyone's ever been to any other type of festival or like you say a convention you know it's just just rife with uh yeah just just bad people (laughs) knocking about doing bad things uh but yeah anyway 
the War of Flowers, Robin. Yes, War of Flowers. So the War of Flowers um, this year was held. It was a lovely war held in the the Glory Square. It's not an actual war. (laughs) It was a lovely war. I know, I just said war. I didn't mean to say war. (laughs) That was the best description. It was a lovely (laughs) war held. (laughs) It's not actually a war. (laughs) It was a tourney held in the Glory Square. Um, uh, this was uh, a couple of hours after time in, so pretty quick after time in, and we we both went in to to fight for for this, and there were there's quite a few people there fighting. Um, I didn't actually count how many um, people were were in the square, but quite, quite a lot of us. And we were in there fighting and I'm trying to to find sort of like a bit more of a better... Um... Do you want me to describe what you try and read? Yes. Because I can see you're reading something. What are you reading? I feel like you're probably better reading this out, to be honest, because I'm, I'm kind of going to struggle to read this out. And um, you're probably what better it? What reading is it you're reading? Well, send, send it over to me. I don't know what... Send it over to me. I'm gonna send this over to you. You can read this out because you're 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 a little bit a little bit better. Than I was just gonna. I, I mean, I was just gonna describe what happened. But if you want me to read something, well, out, you fine. can just describe what happened. Actually, do you want to just do that? Yeah, yeah. What what is Go it? For it? Yeah, what is it? Your uh, you were wanting me to read out? Literally the PDF that's in the Facebook group. That's all I was reading. Oh. But I, I was struggling to kind of kind of read some of it. No, that's fine. No, so, uh, I'm fine. I'll just it's fine. I'll just describe it because it was a play. I, I don't know whether they want us to read it out, so I, that's probably not appropriate anyway. Uh, oh, fair enough. But yeah, so because it was a play, it's player run thing, not a profound decisions run thing. So it was, it was done by one of the uh, houses in Dawn. Uh, so it's a a a tournament, um, basically, last man standing. Or la- sorry, not last man. Last person standing, person. <laughs> last person standing uh, wins a prize. And the prize was uh, eight, two pieces, two pieces? I can't remember, there's a, there's a name for them. Two, basically two pieces of mithril, which is a resource in the game that you can use to upgrade your resource bringing stuff. Basically, your. Yeah. so I have a military unit. So mithril, two pieces of mithril is required to upgrade your military unit. What they wanted from the tournament was for the winner of the tournament to use the mithril to upgrade a military unit, which bolsters the strength of an Imperial army or on a campaign. Uh, and they wanted it obviously to stay in Dawn if that was possible. So they didn't mm-hmm. want that. They, they kind of encouraged the winner to either use it for their own military unit. Or if you didn't have a military unit to uh, sell it or give it to someone with a military unit in Dawn. They were, they were yes. like, oh, we don't want people just to sell it at auction and that because it's worth a lot of money, basically. The prize, the, like, it's, it, it was a good prize. Um, but there was also another prize. There was also uh, <laughs> another prize. There was a People's Choice Award, if you like. Um, so what happened in the fight, Robin? Do you remember? Yes, well, we we went in as we were both there together. They did try to to make it so that people who were there together would, you know, split up a little bit, move around the field, make it a little bit more fair. And so we did that, and we we split up, and we all were told to go to the outside of the square, the the the, the, the inner perimeter of the square, and then cool. the, yeah. the the. The fight started, and we we all started fighting with one another. I um, it was 
I, I guess from I, I didn't really see you much while I was fighting. It wasn't until I didn't see I, you at all. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I didn't see you at all. I swear I was there. <laughs> no, uh, no, I meant in, I, I didn't mean that in a oh where were you? I meant I meant there was a lot. I meant it was a free for all. It was this, yeah. So yeah, it was like a total by the way, free for. It's, yeah, it was it was a free for all. So that means it was everyone against everyone. So yeah, it was a total free for all. And when I first went in, I was at this pot bit, and next to me in the corner was the only archer that was there. And I was like, "There was an archer." Oh yes, I was like, <laughs> brave coming in as an archer. But he, the, the archer was there. It was um, he. He kind of like you spoke to me through going in. And there was another person next to him and three of us had quite limited armor on compared to a lot of the other people who were all wearing like chain mail and things like that. It was a lot of really heavily armored people. Or yeah, people me. With big, <laughs> or people with big pole arms. And three of us were standing there and they kind of both looked, we all looked to each other and kind of almost had that like agreement of, we're going to leave each other alone for a bit, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to leave each other. We're, we're fine. Okay. And we kind of stood there. We kind of went quite close together, which I think was a good tactic at the start of the fight because it allowed us just to kind of not worry about who was behind us for a little bit. And we ran in and there is actually an, an image of myself fighting and I'm dual wielding and I'm back to back with one of the other guys who was, you know, quite low armored and he was there dual wielding as well. And I'm like, oh, that's that's really cool because it actually caught that moment that some of us did sort of work together a bit. And yeah, I fought for for a while and managed to get a few real good strikes in. Um, I am I'm glad that I did manage to land a pretty good strike on the person who ended up winning the tourney. <laughs> and then someone got me in the back. <laughs> Is that what happened to you? Oh, uh, yes. Someone cleaved me right in the back. Oh, well, that with takes you out of the fight completely then, doesn't huge it? Huge hammer. Yeah. It was like this big war hammer and I was fighting two people in front of me and someone just brought this hammer down onto my back and I was down. Oh, no. It wouldn't have uh, It wouldn't have got you to zero straight away because you had your, you had your leather armor. Yes. This but time. The... They hit me, and as they hit me, the two people I was fighting brought their weapons down on me. No. I was gone very quick. I was on the ground, and I had to um, roll out and be seen by a medic. And then I got to watch the lovely Godric fight the rest of the way. So, would you like to take it away? Oh yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to play by play it, but yeah, it was because uh, it sounds. Uh, self um congratulatory but <laughs> no i basically i, I th there was people like gathering like new people gathering and i cheekily like at the start of the fight was was going around saying by the way there's a people's champion so if you uh there's, there's also yeah if you want to you know uh cheer for me uh feel free to um yeah i went for it i forgot my i forgot my calls uh annoyingly um now, now I kind of know I, I'm getting to know faces better. If I were to do it again, obviously everything everyone would do everything different if everything happened again. Oh, but yeah. now I know who faces are. I I would have picked my targets a lot better. Um, uh, the uh, the the noble that won the tournament in the end was a mage that took me out. Uh, if I if I had known that he was that good a fighter, I would have uh, basically kind of focused 
fire on him and cleaved him in the back as soon as I could first, but I didn't think he was yeah. as much of a threat as he was. Um, so yeah, I, I, I took a couple of people out. I ended up getting my brand new shield shattered by the mage, as mages do. Uh, but what I didn't expect uh, was the paralyze. So once I was, <laughs> yeah, I was paralyzed and then that was it. Because I had seven hits, you know, I was not easy to take down. Um, and he used, yeah, he, he used basically two of his spells on me to take me down. But obviously once I was paralyzed and then put on the ground, there wasn't too much I could I could do. Uh, but it was pretty epic the way he took me out as well. <laughs> Oh, it was. Yeah. And so can I describe how he took you out? Because yeah. I watched this and this was brutal to the point where one of the refs actually called over about it. So he knocked you down, paralyzed you. You were on the ground. He'd hit you. He got his big, it was like a staff and he jumped up into the air over you and brought it down next to your head as if it were to like land on your head basically and he shouted a call at the same time just to finish it and yeah. one of the refs was literally like was it um um unnecessary force i think he shouted over and they were all like and people on the outside were like no it's that's what people are expecting in here you know that's what you're on in there for you we, we, that's what we do and oh no he I went heard, for it he wanted to take he wanted to oh, take yeah. me the fuck out was <laughs> Oh yeah, you are not coming back. There was absolutely <laughs> no. no way you were coming back. <laughs> nope. No, nope, not and, at all. Yeah, to be fair, the same same person that fought there, I I mean, absolutely brilliant. And we will go and talk about battles and things next time, I imagine. But I will say I did end up next as person in the battlefield at one point and um felt quite safe next to this particular mage. <laughs> No, that that's cool though, isn't it? That's that's the type of uh, that's the type of connections you make doing those tournaments, especially in that Dornish way, where you you're literally fighting, you know, alongside you know your your nation, your family, and you get to know them that way. That's yeah. that's that's a real cool touch. Even though they're like, oh, I think people in the other nations are like, oh, Dorn, yeah, they just you know just you know they're slap happy, they just want to go around and just hit things. But yeah, you learn about your about your comrades in that way. You, you know what they're capable of, you know? So when you are, like you say, when you are on the battlefield, you look at that person, you know that that person can can have your back, you know? Yeah, there's a real, there's a real trust, like a real mutual trust, I noticed. And especially out in the battlefield where you're surrounded and you've got enemies coming from all, literally all, all angles at one point. And you just, you're surrounded by these, these Donish fighters from your own own nation and you're just like well I know they've got my back they're not going to let me they're, they're not going to run away so yeah. I'm going to have their back at my side and it's this sort of it's wonderful it truly is and like you said these lovely tourneys within the actual glory square itself allows you to get to know these people get to know the fighting styles and it allows everybody to improve as well in oh, that yeah. sense. Yeah, no, it was, that, that was great. I, I just, I liked it. It was good. It was really on the Dornish brief that, um, thank you. It was, I'm just going to say it was House Orzel, that they're a big, they're a big house. Thank you, House Orzel, for mm-hmm. um, organizing that one. Uh, yeah. Do you want to take a little break and then we'll come back and talk about what we did the rest of the night? Yeah, sure. 
And we're back. Uh, so yeah, we we didn't say the the titles of the winners of the War of Flowers. So I got the uh, the People's Choice because I got the biggest cheer. That was basically how they did, how they decided it. How you normally decide that kind of People's Choice thing. Yeah. Um. So I got the title of Champion of Accolade. Well done. Yeah, well done. Well done. Sorry, I was I was kind of set that up for you to tell because I don't know what the other uh, person <laughs> got because you, you before we came on you're like I've written down both titles and I'm like yeah so yeah so you got the champion of accolade which was like you said decided by everyone cheering so we went round everybody who had taken part and it got down to three people who had the loudest cheers and then they re-cheered for the final three people and. Yeah. Yeah. So who? Yeah, we know it was me that won that one. Who? Who won the? Who actually won the tournament? What was their title? The title for the person who won the tournament was the champion of prowess. Champion of Paris. Yeah, I think champion of accolade sounds better. Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't say to him. I'll get him next year. So, I think to <laughs> to be fair, like if if he hadn't won the tournament, then I think he would have been uh, the champion of accolade anyway. Uh, yeah he was um yeah i mean obviously everybody who was fighting looked absolutely glorious and wonderful when they were fighting there was something like the way that he was fighting you were just like yeah he's kind of dominating this field at the minute <laughs> it was just taking everyone out so quickly and the fact that after when everyone's like he didn't even have any armor on and it was like, yeah. yeah, when nobody got near him to hit him, it was brilliant. I got a hit off on him. I just didn't, I just didn't cleave, you know. I know. But, I I said the exact thing a few minutes ago, didn't yeah. I? I was like, I'm really glad that that what that I managed to hit a few people, and one of my hits was to the person who won. Yeah. But I didn't cleave, and I got his leg. I should have cleaved. Well, ex- exactly. <laughs> if I knew, I was saving my hero points for like the the last few scraps. So, um, but wait, what do you do? So the the war of flowers is awesome. Uh. We then straight away went into the next like little uh, mission that we went on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were calling people in. I think we had a few conversations, but we 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 were called in because there was uh, a load of Navari showed up in the Glory Square. Yes, and they were asking for people. I think I can't. I don't think they literally said newish players, but I think they were targeting newish people, right? Because okay. it was it was or were they? I don't know. That's what that's what I'm I'm saying as well. Um, what I heard at the time is that we were all. They may have actually made an announcement that we didn't hear because we were actually told by the people we were chatting to because we were chatting away and there was people from Navarre there and they were looking for people, calling for people in the square. But because we were obviously engrossed in the conversation, we then were like, "Oh, what's happening there?" And someone, one of the people that was with us, was like. Oh, I think they're doing like a a, a fight between Don and Navarre in the square. Maybe we that's like, what's happening. And we were like, yeah. We were like, yeah, let's go do that. That sounds great. And myself, you, you, myself, and the person we were with, the three of us headed over there to join this fight in the Glory Square against the Navarre. It wasn't a fight. It wasn't a fight. <laughs> well, they kept using the word competition. Yeah, they said competition. And because we're Donish, we instantly go, there's only one type of competition, surely. <laughs> well, yeah, I was up for I was up for a competition. So it is a I, I later found out that yeah, it's 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 something to 
like in game, it's a way to strengthen the relations between Dawn and Navarre. So there is a garden, which we both have completely forgotten the name of. <laughs> Can't find it on the wiki anywhere, uh, which just shows how committed we were to this competition. Um, we, we honestly, we did have fun, but yeah, we we weren't as committed as maybe we we could have been. Um, out of game, yeah, it was. I did learn it. it it's kind of aimed because we are newer players, but it, yeah. it's it's aimed. It's a because the it made sense because the task was a very social task that had you go all the way around. So there is a garden in Dawn that is basically through this competition shared between Dawn and Navarre. So the winners of the competition get the garden. Yeah, so the garden is like, it's exactly between Dawn and Navarre. So it's exactly on the border. Oh, is it? Right, yeah, it's between oh. the two. Oh, I, completely, I got that wrong. I thought yeah, it was Yeah, no, no, you're fine, Dawn. you're fine. Because I thought it was in Dawn as well, but it was the actual people who organized it confirmed this at the end when we were trying to decide what happened with with it and that's when they can because one parent one person was like oh but it's in dawn so surely that it would make more sense I think that was that me <laughs> oh was that you it's oh. probably me that said that yeah <laughs> and then they corrected and said no it's not it's basically equal in dawn and in navarre and that's why dawn and navarre are together for it because it's like 50 50 sort of thing on that border so we were, yeah, we were tasked with this, this competition and there was a small group of us and we were split into two teams mixed yeah. between, you know, people from Navarre and people from Dawn. Yes, yeah, so it wasn't Navarre versus Dawn. It was no. <laughs> it was supposed to be a uh, yeah, cooperative thing. Uh, for people who have no idea what the hell we're talking about with like gardens. So a garden is a, a bit like I was talking about the military unit. A garden is like that. So it, it produces you resources every season so a garden will produce you herbs believe it or not which you can use to make uh healers can use them and then obviously alchemists can use them to make potions so a pretty pretty important thing to have extra herbs you know on yeah resource um so it's quite a quite a good prize oh yeah no definitely it would be a really good prize and yeah so the task that we were actually set is we were each given a poem that we have to remember well, it's the same poem. I isn't it? still remember. <laughs> so we yeah, remember, don't remember the name of the garden, but your name of the. I remember, I remember the, poem. the full poem. Yes. <laughs> it was the same. It, I will say it was the same poem. We weren't each given a poem. It was just it was just a yeah. single. Yeah, the whole. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I see. We sorry. I meant everyone taking part. We were given a poem, and we were all given a list, and the list had a riddle linked with the person of importance from every nation and a bonus mystery one we had to crack the riddle figure out who the person was locate that person tell them the poem they would then present us with a favor and most favors win a scavenger hunt yeah most favors win basically that was the thing yeah we, we, we uh, it was great i had uh I had real fun because we, we kind of split up, didn't we? Because we, we were both on the same team. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were with uh, two, one Dornish and two other Navari. Yes. Um, we, we got the, we got, we actually got the first one really quickly, our team. Oh yeah. yeah. Instantly got it, it. Yeah. It was from one of the vendors, funnily enough. 
And then we split up and that's where it got a little bit like... Yeah, because we split, uh, there's five of us and we split. So you and a person from Navarro went together. The other Dornish person and the other person from Navarro went together. And I went by myself. So we split into three groups. And I believe you pair went to one location. The other pair, I know they went to Wintermark. And I stayed in Dawn. And I got my favor. Yeah, you got your favor. We didn't All get... by myself. <laughs> well, the problem was we, because the the player I was with was a brand new player, and she, the the uh, the only people she knew, like out of character, were in Navarre and in the Imperial Orcs. So I was like, we couldn't remember the Navari riddle. So we were like, you know what? There's three Navarre on their team. They've probably gone to Navarre. Navarre? They've probably gone to Navarre <laughs> first. Why don't we then go to the Imperial Orcs? Because there's yeah. two of us, and this is a thing. Like, if you don't, uh, if you're going to go to the Imperial Orc camp, there needs to be two of you. So that's that was important that we went as a pair to the Imperial Orc camp. However, getting through the Imperial. Oh, by the way, can I just say how much I love the interactions with the Imperial Orcs? Oh my. Gosh, I love them. I just, I love interacting, especially, I don't, especially being so Dornish because I just like put push into that like flower power child. Like, even though I'm not a noble, I, I still push into that. I act, I carry myself as if I'm a noble anyway, and I just, I love the contrast of being a Dornish noble. It, like interact, especially walking into the Dornish camp. Um, and I never drop my, like, I try to never drop my charm either. Like, if, <laughs> if I'm going in there and like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> could you please, could you please show us? We're looking for this particular orc. And they're like, what's in it for me? The, the immersion that the orcs give you is just something else. And their camp is oh. amazing. Their camp is amazing. I have not seen their camp. And yeah. it's, I'm, I'm, next event, I am growing there. I recently um on tiktok actually somebody was commenting on our things turns out they actually were one of the orcs that we had spoken to at one point and i was like right i need to come and see your camp and come and see you in character and actually have some fun role play because the orcs honestly wherever they were going they were always in character and obviously we're all in character but they were really it's that they do really such a good, good job with immersion it's so good uh, and th th they do totally make you feel like you are in just a different culture and so out of place when you walk into their camp uh, to the point where I had so I had one orc on the gate because they've always got someone on the gate which is like is is unbelievable so as soon as you approach like what do you want you know and you're like uh well I'm looking for this person la 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 we're looking because we were looking for a skywise which is a a prominent I want to get this right because uh, we have houses, they have they have something else. I'm not going to say it because I can't remember it because I don't, don't want to get it wrong. Okay. Do you know what it is? It's so not clan. I don't think it's a clan. Anyway, they're a prominent okay. group. Uh, so we had, we knew we were looking for a Skywise. Mm -hmm. um, so we went, can we speak to one of the Skywise? And it was just, it was funny because they're... You, the 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 orca was like, I'll take you to them, right? And he goes up, but he marches off like fast, and we're like trying to keep up. And as we're walking by, like two other uh, two other orcs are like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm with him. I'm with him." And he's just 
he's just pissed off. He's just like walking away. And I'm like, I'm with, so then I have to explain again what I'm doing there. And then the first orc comes back and says, what are you doing? Why, why are you? I'm like, I'm sorry. I was stopped by this orc and asked what I was doing here. And that happened like twice. <laughs> then we ended up, um, we finally got to where a Skywise was so we could ask them. Um, and the orc stops us and goes, oh, well, what are you going to do for me if I help you find the, the person? And I was like, okay, well, I have to owe you a favor, won't I? You know, and they're like, okay. And now as we go around the corner, the other team is already there in the camp speaking to them. And I'm like, ah, oh. so they were they were way ahead of us because um, I just assumed that they would go to the Navari camp. But Yeah, no, I think they possibly assumed the same because yeah. we had two Navari on our team. They may have just assumed the same. Yeah, so... And then we were told, I mean, we did speak to them because that you know, the other team didn't give us anything. But when we, we spoke to the orcs that we needed to speak to, they said the person were possibly, because it wasn't an obvious clue. You know, it was like something about covering the, an orc that covers their face. We said, we're looking for a skywise that covers their face. So it was yeah. a riddle. It wasn't it wasn't literal. And obviously the orcs are like, well, we don't cover our faces. You know, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm trying to be polite and be like, I'm not upset anyone. I'm like... I know it's a metaphor. So is, could that mean something? <laughs> they were totally playing into it. It was really fun. You look like you're like you've had a revelation. Oh, I think I know who it was. Well, no, well, the other team got the ribbon. It was. It yeah, was... I know they did. But I think we literally had the interaction with the orc that we're talking about. No, they weren't a Skywise. I asked that. I asked. No, the... I know they weren't a Skywise. I'm saying I think I know exactly which orc you're talking about. It's the the Arcus TikToks have been liking a lot recently. The oh, really? one who literally has a veil over their face. Oh, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, they they, they <laughs> possibly. Basically, we we didn't we didn't get it. But what we did learn is that the orc that we were looking for was going to be either in the military council or in the conclave. Mm -hmm. So obviously, the conclave is the meeting of all the mage important mage people. The military council is the meeting of all the important people in the military, all the generals. Yeah. Uh, so, but you can't just walk into the military council. If you listen to our previous podcast, you know you can't just walk in and speak unless you are invited to speak. Yeah. <laughs> so we then started figuring out that these were all people of really importance. And oh, I sh we should mention also that we our time limit was for ten p.m. the next day. Yes. So oh, it was yeah. A, yeah. So we had many many hours to achieve this. Uh, we didn't achieve it because um, we had other stuff to do. <laughs> Uh, I I feel sorry. Like if if you're the person who was walking around with me on this scavenger hunt, I do want to apologize to you if you're listening to this because um, I kept getting, I kept having conversations, which was fucking beautiful. Walking around, just walking around, um, uh, uh, anvil. And every t I was, you know, I walked out of the Imperial camp and I, I bumped into another uh, a Dornish noble and we started chatting and then we walked off. To the military council to look for the skywise, and another Dornish noble came out, and we were having a chat, and <laughs> it was so <laughs> I wasn't getting any of the tasks done. Yeah, but, but that... I was getting great game out of it. Yeah, I really exactly, was. Exactly. Yeah. I was. I wasn't getting any favors whatsoever, but I kept bumping into people that I was getting cool role play interactions with, and we were talking about other parts of the game. So that 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 was fun. Um, but then you, obviously, because we figured out, oh, it's people of really import. So we came back to Dawn to try and find you. And, but you managed to do something about it, didn't you? 
Yes, uh, the person I needed, I spoke to many people. I recited the poem many times and I eventually managed to figure out the house I was after. I then went to where there was a big meeting happening and the person that I needed after speaking to someone else within the meeting who actually came out of the meeting to speak with me, which was really lovely. Uh, I was confirmed that the person I needed to speak to was actually hosting the meeting. So uh, somebody else within that house invited me in, asked me to come see Blacks. They were very welcoming and very happy for me to stay there which meant that when I then saw the opposing team appear in the glory square, I mentioned to one of the people in the house, oh, that's the other team. And the person I spoke to went, oh, do not worry. You were here first. You shall be speaking with this particular person before anyone else will. And I was like, okay, that was easy. I'll sit here and have a drink with you until the meeting's over. (laughs) I sat there. The meeting ended, I went, I approached this person, I said the poem and they smiled and they took out a favor and handed it to me and wished me luck. Yeah. It's very nice. Awesome. <laughs> I was so excited because I was like, oh, this is going to be great. We've already yeah. got the first one. I'm by myself. I've got the next one. Where is everyone else? God, I was so proud because we, <laughs> we, we had just like walked around. I had like a load of cool conversations, but I hadn't achieved anything. Uh, and then we walked up to you and you came uh, like skipping out of the Earl's Council being like, oh, I got the next one. I'm like, oh, great. literally skipping out, holding this favor, like, look what I got. <laughs> and we won't leave people in suspense, but that was the only two, the one we got from the vendor and that one were the only two ribbons we actually managed to get the that, entire competition. Yes. Yeah, um, that was all yeah. we got. <laughs> we may as well wrap the, even though it, we're fast forwarding to 10 p.m. Saturday night the next day, uh, we may as well just wrap that story up because we can wrap that story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically the other team got like eight ribbons. <laughs> so, uh, because yeah. what basically it was one, one person on their team took it very seriously and found and really worked hard for it, you know, and they, yeah, I, I will, I will say that person did so much work to get those. Yeah. They didn't stop and freaking yep. Yeah, if you're listening, you deserve it. Well yeah, done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, not not to. I, I, I'm trying to word this not to sound like completely douchey, but like, like we we it, it's a, it's a really good like new player exp- Like if you're brand spanking new and you do not know what to do at all, it is the perfect that that's what is this supposed to be. It's supposed to be so you go to all the nations because every clue was for every single nation so it literally meant you had to go to all the nations to speak to people and it was it would be it's a great way of getting into the game but again i don't want to sound douchey but like i had other game that i wanted to do and i didn't want to spend the entire weekend looking for these ribbons uh it's awesome it really is i think it was a cool it was a real cool thing to be a part of and um in the end yeah the other team got it but obviously it's mixed teams there was a little bit of backwards and forwards of like because the person who got the most ribbons, they then went, okay, well, you take control because they had to nominate someone to actually have the garden for mm. a season, uh, which yeah, which is like uh, just one event, basically. When we say a season, it's just like uh, one event. Until July, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously that went to the person who got the most ribbons. That that was fine. Then there was a little bit of like back and forth. was like, oh, yeah, where are all the... I, I think this... I don't know what... 
they decided in the end, I think, because obviously the spirit of it is that the resources are split between Dawn and Navarre, because that's the spirit of the competition is to, you know, just to get Dawn and Navarre working together, which is which is pretty cool. Um, however, uh, even though I wasn't like gun ho, I'm going to win this thing into it. I was I was into the concept of it, and I am I did put myself forward to help uh, with the next one next year. Yes. Um, so I've got cool. I won't say what it is that we're going yeah. to do because <laughs> I want to have that game with uh, certain members of Dawn um, to help organize that for next spring, so next year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I put my my hat in the ring to organize just just to up it a little bit, just to add something to it. Because um, the person who organized it had a really good idea. I'm like, yeah, I think we can totally make that. I'll help you make that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's going to be really cool. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, we had a really great great night there with the, with, with them them all in the uh, the closing up on that night, and that sort of that that rounds that story up quite nicely. Um, yeah. But going back to, I guess, our, our, our first night at the event, yeah, we finished off everything and we were able to, we pretty much spent the rest of the night drinking, socializing, having fun. And I think we were up to like 3 a.m. Well, around a campfire. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we got a lot of, uh, yeah, we got a lot of gaming on Friday, like a ton of gaming. And we were up until, so if anyone listened to our, last review of um, of e1 uh we complained a lot about not having like any stamina and going to bed because it was so cold not this time like we, we rectified that didn't we we were like yeah and not because we were like right let's get go let's we're, we're totally gonna have stamina we just were so high on adrenaline of just amazing conversations amazing game obviously fighting uh, helped the weather was definitely helped the fact that it's light you know if, oh, if you're like, listening to this sorry robin so for interrupting uh like if, if you're listening to this from like not in the uk uh, you might not realize how light it stays for so long uh in june <laughs> like it's light <laughs> until way gone 10 you know almost 11 o'clock at night yeah. so that helped sorry what were you gonna say robin I was going to say that, um, especially if you listen to the last podcast where we talked about how cold it was at night and how much we were struggling with the cold. I th- this this time I actually made a, a hot box, which is basically a box in our tent, which had all our additional layers, our hot hands, extra socks, everything, because last event we were so cold and it was such a struggle finding things at night in the dark to try and warm up. I was like, oh, I'm not going to have that issue again. This is ready. Yeah, we didn't use it once. I at no point put extra layers on. Nope. I had my cloak that I put on at one point, literally because I wasn't wearing a shirt. Like I was, I had bare arms right up to my shoulders. And this was, you know, until three in the morning outside. Yeah, no, we we went to bed early. Like, what time did we go to bed? Like a half nine, ten on the Friday in the first event, this event... Oh, yeah, easily, like, half we were, nine, ten. <laughs> yeah, we were up, gone three. And it was that way, we were like, right, and then because we were like, ooh, let's make coffee in the morning. Up at seven! And now we're like, <laughs> oh, okay, so we're going to get in four hours sleep. That's that's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, we got four hours sleep on the first night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
uh, yeah, also we uh, yeah we we knew who what we were doing the next day, which was I I actually liked this way around um, actually. I preferred it. Yeah. I'm looking at our timing of what how long we've been going. Do you want to just do you want to cover the Sunday battle and then we can next time we can go into because we've got a ton to talk about after the Sunday battle, don't we? We can do. You want to cover the whole Sunday battle just now? Well, I'm not going to play by play, but you can. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it next time. If you want to just keep this to like an hour, I podcast. think so because yeah, there's sure. a lot to talk about in the Sunday battle. I don't want to rush through it or anything. Yeah, so. I was just thinking the opposite. Maybe I've just completely forgotten a lot of what happened on the Sunday. Or yeah, no, sure, sure, yeah. Let's let's go through the Sunday battle. No, 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 it's fine. We'll 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 stop here. So basically, we knew I will because the listeners are like, "Whoa, what's happening on Sunday?" On the on the why do I say the Sunday? The Saturday. Yeah, we both, yeah, you said Sunday, and then I repeated Sunday. We're talking about Sorry. Saturday. Sorry. <laughs> Did I say Sunday? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday. The Saturday, Saturday. battle. <laughs> yeah, because that was the next thing that happened the next morning, is what I meant. Because uh, uh, we yeah. were. So we found out, anyway, that we were monstering uh, on the Saturday. Um, because obviously they come around and tell you, you know, if, if there should be someone going around and telling you kind of what the military council has decided. Apparently it was a real long military council. We didn't go this time to the military council, but they were going forever, it looked like. Uh, so that the, I think there was uh, like a hung vote or something that um, they had trouble with. So anyway, yes. we knew we I- were monster. Go on. I was going to say that's what was different this time because last time we didn't have that. So this was a new experience because last time we were at the council, so we already had all the information. And when they sent the people out of the council to run around and spread the information, we were never on the receiving end of that because we're at the council. Whereas this time we were not at the council. So we actually got to see the, the runners come up to us because we were in a group because outside our tent, we had a campfire at the Glory Square. So we I had a lovely big group of people. So not, they came to us and yeah. they told us everything. <laughs> well, not, not that I, not, there's nothing wrong with runners. I don't want to mean runners, but I also don't like he, he, he was he was a noble of Dawn. I don't think he was, I don't think he was just a a a runner. He was noble of Dawn that was was proclaiming to everyone. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. I meant because the, like, I, I, I must be mistaken. I yeah. thought that anyone who goes out from, no matter who they are, anyone who goes out to run around with information is classed as that, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, r- runners are usually just for battle. So, uh, I, okay. yeah, if, 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 you're, if you're taking messages back and forth, obviously you're like a, a message car- a carrier. But uh, no, he was, he was a Dornish noble who's in... I can't, I can't remember his house. Um, he's not one of the generals, but... He's, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, he gave us the, the, the breakdown of what was happening. So we knew we were monstering. We knew we were playing... Uh, going to be playing Yagara, um, Jotun, yeah. Orcs, and uh, Defective Marshes. Mar- marshes? Marches. I made that mistake last time. Mar- Call them Marshes. <laughs> marches um <laughs> which is exactly what we were playing on the site that's why i think that's why i said sunday that's exactly what we were playing the sunday the last event yeah it was that yeah yeah. I know that makes sense. yeah so yeah so we knew we would do we were 
doing Saturday, but you want to talk about that next time. I think that's probably a good idea. Yes, because I'd like to go into a little more detail about the monster kit and things like that. So yeah. um, I think that is probably quite a good place to stop there for this time. Yeah. And then we can talk about the Saturday, I almost said Sunday, the Saturday battle. I think it's and- because we <laughs> mo- the, our first ever experience, we monstered on the Sunday. So because it was the monster battle, we called it the Sunday battle because we kept referring it to it as the yes. Sunday battle before. I think, yeah, yeah, in my head, I still keep switching them around like that. No, I agree. Mm. (laughs) But, yeah, that was an amazing, you know, first day back. Um, There was, uh, by the way, there was other stuff. There was tons of it because obviously we were up until 3 a.m. And it was, I'll tell you what, one thing I will say as well, having having a fireplace. um, Oh, there was one big thing we did on the on the Friday. That we, sh- yeah. we should definitely talk about because Navari listeners will be pissed off if we don't talk about it. We went to Songs and Story. Oh my God, we did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was on the Saturday. No, I'm fixing it wasn't. all my days. I could have sworn we did that on Saturday. No, it was right. Saturday. Yeah. No, we didn't because when Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we went, no, don't, don't mention yep, it. Yeah. Yep, yep. But no, I mean, yeah, because I, yeah, I had Asher block in my head there. I was like, hang on. No, that. Yeah, we did the thing with the garden. And then how did we jump from there to like 3 a.m.? Uh, no, we went to Songs and Story. We went um, to Songs and Stories, and honestly, Songs and Stories. So, for those of you who do not know, this is um, held in Navarre, and Navarre have their camp within the actual woods. They have a beautiful, large area sectioned off. It's like a large circle, like a, la- a large circle. <laughs> like a large circle. Area. It is a large circle. Yeah, so it's, it's a large, a large circle, and in the center of it is a huge fire is it still is a class of fire pit it's like a fire orb it's pr- pretty cool yeah it's all trees and atmospheric it's really cool yeah trees atmosphere and they have people well it's songs and stories they have people singing songs telling stories and telling stories through song <laughs> yeah it's it's a real yeah you, you can tell the navaria like really really freaking into it like that it was it was almost like like it was almost spiritual in there. It was like quite, uh, yeah. It was, it was. It was. It was something else. So the atmosphere was. Wonderful. Yeah. So it, and it's. It seems like it seemed very well organized. I don't know how they organize it. Um, I would like to maybe like talk to, um, the maybe the organizer or something like that to see how they do it because it looked like they had a they had an idea of who wanted to come up. Um, they have so. From from my understanding, from speaking to one of the people who was tasked with being in charge at certain points, they have different people within the bar who are in charge of certain points throughout the night. Basically, they have different, you know, um, di- different um, t- time frames that they are in, in charge of the, the area. And then from my understanding of how it works, they have a mixture of people who turn up and just want to jump in yeah. those tend to be the people that are kind of like on a bit of a wait and they have people who have already submitted you know i would like to do this particular thing at this particular time yeah but there are a few people we could double check the information with um i've got one person in particular who can definitely can, can confirm all of that for us but that was my understanding from what was happening and we were able... How long were we at Songs and Stories for? Do you remember? Yeah, I, th- I think we were there for a good, like, 45 minutes. We, we, we saw a few people go. We weren't there for a long duration. 
Mm. Um, we maybe even longer. It was kind of. It was, it's I think all, we were longer than that. I think we it's were difficult to tell hour. when you don't have the time on you a lot of the time, and it's just the the time just starts going by. Well, we we were there late because it was dark. Um, when yeah, we well, actually, yeah, because when we walked out there, we could walk out there absolutely fine and find everything on the way back, and there was no light at all. It was completely yeah. dark. Yeah, so darkness. so we're probably there for a while. Uh, but God, yeah, what a supportive atmosphere. You know, there's. There's obviously, I mean, there, there was, I'm not going to be named like, oh, this person was awesome. This person was awesome. It, there's obviously people who can sing amazingly, people who are super entertaining and funny, people who are great storytellers. Uh, but it wasn't, it didn't feel like, you know, you know, sometimes where there's like karaoke going on and there's like two or three people in the building that can actually sing and no one else gets up and tries it because they're just like, what the hell's the point? You know, because there's like, a, a singer here it's not like that at all it's it's basically the experience of sharing something you know and yeah. the, the the experience and everyone seemed very supportive you know people were coming up and people were you could feel the energy of support not the energy of just like quiet judgment and people being because sometimes audience members are like awkward and that kind of makes when you're performing it, it put that puts extra pressure on you but it didn't feel like that at all yeah, I mean, and another thing as well that I, I would say is because this is the first time of us be first being at Songs and Stories, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what to expect. What surprised me was the fact that it was so. It was I expected it to be mainly mainly Navarre and or pretty much all from Navarre. I was really surprised to see so many people from so many different nations all together, all performing. It was amazing. And the support you just said, Oliver, the support was incredible. There was even, oh God, yeah. name names, I won't go into details, but there was one person who started and I think they got maybe potentially a little bit nervous. And they, they, they said that they, they, were, they didn't want to carry on that night, but they would maybe want to do it next night instead. And the response from everyone there was, you know, yes, of course. Come back tomorrow, wonderful. yeah. Please come back. Or if you change your mind tonight, please let us know. You come straight back on. Yeah. We're here for you. And that support, it's its what's needed. It really is. Yeah. It was so supportive that one thing that I'm kind of considering for my, my own character in the future is I would like, I, I don't sing and I do not play any instruments, but I do like to speak. And I would very much like to take a story with me and tell a story either a story from battle or a story from something and perhaps speak to because I have you know several people there and I know a few people that play some really nice instruments maybe speak to somebody who could perhaps play something in the background as I tell a story and before going to songs and stories I thought no not a chance would I ever be able to stand up in Navarre and say tell a story until we actually were there and I was like wow the support here, the positive energy that's around here. I'm like, wow, I want to stand up and speak and share something and be part of this. It's wonderful. It really is. Yeah. Contagious. Yeah. I mean, and and yeah, while we're kind of just wrapping up um, this episode anyway, we may as well kind of uh, go a bit deep and get mushy about it because you, you can tell how much I love, <laughs> I, I, I'm loving this, you know, the, this lot thing. You know what I love about the fact that there's like nation, like you're all playing in nations and 
people always use the word tribalism in like a really negative way because there are very negative connotations to tribalism, you know? But it feels like maybe I'm not articulate enough to, to maybe I'm not using the right word, but it, it feels like empire is a way of going, it's like positive tribalism, you know? Because yeah. of course there are rivalries and we have fun, you know, and there are, you know, sometimes there are serious in role play confrontations between nations and things like that. But it isn't just that, that Songs and Stories is a good example of, it isn't obviously the Navari go, yeah, this is, you know, we're all about songs and stories. It's in the woods. We're Navarre and they sing songs about Navarre and how awesome Navarre is. But there's also, yeah, you have people from the other nations. Of, you know, you have uh, uh, people coming from all the, like the Brass Coast and saying, look, this is our story and everyone's supportive. And then there's stories yeah. that mix the nations and there's stories that have have their place in all different parts of the empire that talk about, you know, our mutual enemies and our mutual interests and uh, they're embracing the, I mean, I can't not mention the, the three Bruskin bards. I'm like, oh they, my are, God. they are, they are, oh my God, they're so good. Okay. Seriously. So the, the name of the bards, if anyone can help us out with this, because when we were actually in um, uh, Wise Guys, which is the Dornish Bar, yeah. When we were there, they came Best from... Tavern. Sorry? Best Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> we were there. They, they came and they performed. And somebody mentioned the name of the, their, their band. And I remember at the time that this was, you know, early hours in the morning and I had a lot to drink. And I just remember in my head going, oh, yes, I've read that somewhere on like Facebook or TikTok or somewhere on the internet i knew this band existed i've forgotten the name it's gone yeah. it is what, one like, thing like you'll Duncan learn robin has it somewhere yeah. i don't know so. we, you'll learn uh, and people have learned on the field that we're terrible with names what's one thing i will say especially in larp is that you have to remember not only a person's name than their character's name and usually like their house or their lance unit or, or whatever other title that they have you have to remember it's just it's just it's just impossible you know so you will find yourself saying a lot i'm sorry my memory is terrible i've totally forgotten your name even though you've spoken to them constantly and it's i i did feel so bad because i i got it on the other side as well the people that i've spent so much time with in character and out of character and even they were like oh wait i'm really sorry what was your name again? And I had, I've had, even had a couple of people slip up and call me my real name and then go, that's not your character's name, is it? And then it's, it's just, it's, we're only human, okay? You know, memory's yeah. tricky sometimes. <laughs> but on, on the flip side of that, like my character is very much like he, he wants, because he's a knight errant of dawn and he's looking for uh, great deeds and glory. Uh, there was a couple of occasions where, characters that i hadn't actually spoken to came up to me and this was a, a awesome moment and literally said even though it sounds small but they literally came up to me and went you're godric aren't you and i'm like yes you, <laughs> yes my, my character has a place in this world because uh, some, <laughs> yes because someone has said to this person oh uh godric go speak to godric and or you know that they've heard my name like pronounced in the square or something and they're like oh i'm going to speak to that person and they've remembered the name that is that's cool though. And, uh, again, that sounds self-congratulatory. No, no, it's part not. of the game, no, you though, right? Should. You deserve it. Yeah, 
But it's like that that's a cool part of the game is that there are so many names, there are so many characters all doing stuff if you get recognized for something. Because there are obviously other, like, there's names that you do hear in the game, aren't there, that you're just like, people keep saying them, you have no idea what they look like, who they are yeah. at all, but they're like in the zeitgeist of the game. That, that's the thing. And I mean, one thing as well is so my character as Arnell, I you know, pretty much took a D&D character and I've obviously played her as a D&D character for a long time and I've role played for, for a while with her as a D&D character. It is not the same and there was uh, not as epic as, as your moment, I will say that, because people, yes, came up to you, knew your name um, or sought you out after that tournament, which was amazing and well-deserved. They're like small, tiny, tiny moments do make a difference. And even when I was out on the battlefield, someone whom I didn't even, I didn't really know them or recognize them, but they knew me and they grabbed me and they were like, RNL, and they grabbed me to pull me out of something. And I was like, oh, you. It's <laughs> 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 just like, at the time though, but again though, because sometimes I, as well, people have these incredible, incredible sets of kit and their kit sometimes will change going into battle as well and sometimes I particularly I will remember a detail about somebody to try and remember if I'm struggling and if someone's got a a very eye-catching piece of kit I'll remember that they switch it for something else in the battle I'll forget it (laughs) well I mean like OCIC as well that's that seems to be an issue uh, well, I mean, it used to be an issue when we cosplayed a lot as well, because sometimes you would see people like online and you're like, oh, la la la, I love, I'm going to be at Empire. And you're like, cool, good to see you there. And then you interact with someone on the field and it's not until after the fact, like, oh, oh, you're that that person that, yeah, I did, I'm sorry, I had no idea because, yeah, I mean, there's. It's, sorry, the, the, it's the not a bad thing because speak- they're dressed up. So the orc I was speaking about, literally today, I came to, I was like, Oliver this person here been following us i've been following them been commenting on each other's things they were the orc we spoke to oh, no, they stood stood I, a foot away from us so. yeah i my mean it, you you can forgive people when obviously because the, the orcs do you know that they, they they transform into something non-human you know which is so it's which is amazing so but you saw, i won't miss them again though i know i know their orc kit very well now i will yeah. not miss this person again i will look them out not by myself yeah <laughs> but anyway we, we swerved a bit there songs of stories was freaking fantastic yeah the the the, the varushkin bards my point there was like yeah people were even though it's a made-up culture right and it's obviously it's bait it's based on some real world stuff but it's a made-up culture the fact that people present themselves as part of a group and they present a culture from that group yeah and everyone celebrates it you know and we do have it's because it is fun it's fun and like i say tribalism has a real negative connotation to it but it is that that's kind of what we're we're doing with it we can play with it and because it's in a pretend world it's safer to play with it in that way as well yeah like it's 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 not so because when it's time out it's like oh yeah cool you larp yeah we're all friends it's fine but obviously when we're you know when we're or even you know making fun out of character as well you're just like, oh yeah you know well we're dornish and i feel like a part of that group you know but you know when we're out in the battlefield we're imperials you know 
for the most part, unless, you know, high guard leaves you high and dry. But we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Hi, so, sort of kidding. Sort of kidding. I had really good interaction with high guard and I had negative interaction with high guard this season. But I will say that something that's really important to take away from everything within Empire is that never judge nation based on the acts of a small group. Yeah, which, which is funny because that is part of the, you know, obviously that's a, it's a wider lesson, right? But but game systems like, you know, your la Empire, um, I will just say, I am going to keep saying Empire because I haven't played any other LARP systems, but I'm assuming the lot of, lot of systems are similar. And D&D &D is that they do give you, it, it, it lets you play with these types of things. And you you do have to be careful with them even in a game system. But they do let you play with these the, the these types of concepts, you know, in a little bit of a safer way where there's not the types of consequences like what you said, because that happens a lot in Empire. And sometimes it's intentional and people are playing with it. And some people sometimes it's not because it's human nature to go yeah. like, oh, those like when, you know, you were left high and dry uh, at E1 um, out in the battlefield by Navarre. It'd be very easy for us to be like, you know what? Fuck the Navarre, you know? And then you, but you hear the other side of the story. <laughs> you hear, because I did hear, like, through the grapevine, what the other side of that story could have been. And I think um, some Dornish were being nasty about the Navarre, but the Navarre did the same thing and went, you know what? F the Dornish, you know? We'll do this. Um, it's a fun part of the game that you can play with, but it's a, it's, yeah. It's and it's it's cool that you can play with that as well, uh, but and it's also cool that you can come out and say those things, and it does have like a mirroring onto real world wisdom as well, because you can say it in character. You can be like, you know what, you know those Dornish people did that thing. That isn't Dawn, and it's important that we say it's not Dawn, which is important for because this this is what happens in real life, you know. Um, it's it's like people people. I don't think people should need to say some, not all, you know, but that, you know, the, the all should come out and say, yeah, you know what? That's not all of us, you know? Yeah. 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 That's a good, a good, good note to leave on. And we'll. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll... Um, so I think, yeah, next time we can come back and we could chat about the wonderful battles and so on that we had on Saturday because we had some amazing moments throughout the weekend. Oh it's God. so tempting to just like jump into them all. Oh, like, no, I know. I talk for hours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. They, there was there was so much. There was, so we're going to miss like most of it out. Um, but I think we better wrap, wrap this episode up here and we'll uh, talk about the rest of the weekend uh, in the next one. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, Bye. thank you all for listening. Bye. See ya. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and then catch us live at twitch.tv forward slash to have underscore to roll. That is the number two and roll as into roleplay. Thank you very much for listening.